Hi, and welcome to the Ask My Mom podcast, a podcast for young adults about all the things we didn't learn in school. Here to share her knowledge with our generation is my mom, Jen Exer, and accredited financial counselor, Jennifer. If you learned something on today's episode or simply enjoy the pod, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to it. To get in touch with us, you can submit your questions via email to askmymompod at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at askmymompod. We greatly appreciate all your support. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Ask My Mom podcast. How are you today, Mom? I am tired. <laughs> it's been a You're long day. Good. How are you? Oh, okay. I'm good. I just went school shopping. How's your week, Noel? Well, it's Monday. So, so far, not great. Not well. Not well. Um, you know, it's Monday and it's Every day feels like Monday lately, and today was an actual Monday. So tomorrow's Tuesday, which means we're four days away from Friday. Yeah. Well, hopefully tomorrow's a little better. I work this Friday. This is my Friday to work, so I'm not excited. Maybe I'll just take the afternoon off now that I finally earn leave. I'm tired. Vacation time. So while I was home for COVID, though, I had a lot of time on my hands, and I definitely, while prepping for this podcast partially and also for my own personal financial knowledge did a lot of kind of reading through my emails and the crazy articles I get and see on ads everywhere or trying to find more information. And I know you got an email from someone asking us about these kinds of articles. Do you want to elaborate? Yes, actually. So one of my friends messaged me on Facebook one afternoon and she sent me an article and she asked me for my opinion. She asked me if I thought this was a good idea. So the article was from Penny Hoarder, and it was um, seven savings challenges. The seven-day savings challenge is the best thing you'll do this week. So I'm like, all right. Challenge. Love a, seven, a short challenge. Yeah. Achievable. A, a savings challenge. I'm, I'm in. Okay. So I open up the article, and I start to be fine online or in our email is beneficial. Yes and no. Anything big in an email is information. Information's always good. I like to know when there's a sale at Zara, but it's not beneficial because then I'm spending money. And I think these kinds of articles, the kind of targeted or like Credit Karma sends a lot of these just kind of little like bullet point articles to just kind of quickly read through and make you feel like you're going to fix fix all your financial problems right now. And yeah, I think- so- I think they can be beneficial, but I think a lot of times it's just bringing you to links to other websites and things to buy. Yeah. And that's actually what I- Or invest in. Yeah. And that's actually what I found when I went through this article. So I also subscribe to Penny Hoarder. Um, I don't check my emails or go through my emails very often. So they sit there and they never get open. Every once in a while, one of the titles will catch my eye and I'll go through and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I'll Mm -hmm. move on with my life. But I actually went through this one really with a fine tooth comb because I wanted to give a fair assessment. I didn't want to just assume anything about their article without really looking into it. Right. So seven day savings challenge. Like I'm in. Like I, how much can I save in the next seven days? That I think that's yeah, great. That's, and it's an achievable challenge. I don't like when it's like a 30 day challenge. Cause I don't think I can commit to many things for 30 yeah. days. 
But I can do seven. Yeah. So I started reading the article and um, day one, create an emergency fund. Good advice. I'm in. Great advice. You gave us that advice like two weeks ago. Yeah. So definitely everyone needs a savings or an emergency account, right? For sure. For sure. Love and, it. and it says just start small, which is exactly what I told y'all. So, okay. And oh my God, you run Penny Hoarder. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> because um, as I read through day one, there was a link. And the link sent us to Aspiration. So I was like, okay. So what it says is put $10 in today. They like Aspiration. And when okay. I clicked on the link, it took me to a company who wanted me to use them as a debit card. Okay. Wonderful. So I'm assuming this is a bank because there's a is debit it, card. Is it not a bank? It is not a bank. Oh no. What is it? <laughs> they put your money in a bank mm -hmm. and, and hold it for you. And then you use your debit card to pull the money in and out. Now, one of the things they do is they give a lot of money to charity, which if, um, you know, look at it yourself and these, if, the, if these are your social views and values, there's nothing wrong with that, right? So save the planet. That's great. They also promise that you can get um, money back. They pay you so much percent for every dollar you spend using your aspiration debit card. All right. I'm in. Well, I'm not okay. in, but... Oh, but, you know, money back. Everybody likes that. But then when I started reading the fine print, it's money back on money you spent at their partners, which some of those, oh. some of those are pretty obscure. The basic account is free, but there is a paid level where you can get 10% back at their partners instead of like the one to 5% or whatever it was. And they do put a lot of money into... Um, different types of charities and groups like that. So I can't hate on that, but just make sure. So if you. Well, no, I think a lot of companies anymore give something because it's kind of. Yeah. But I don't want to say it's a trend, but it is kind of a trend. I think a lot, any company who can say they give, which they all should if they're making money. Yeah. I'm looking at the website right now that we're talking about the aspiration where it compares the free to the paid level. Mm -hmm. And. Basically, at the free level, you get 3 to 5% cash back, and at the paid level, you get 10%. And pretty – and oh, and they want you to make your savings, which is what the headline for day one was. But at the free level, they don't give you any interest on your savings. Right. And you only get that so – it's actually, So it's actually a horrible place to start a savings account. Right. And they want – and you only get that 10% back at their – what they call it? At the the, yeah. At their, their, but my big thing is – they are not a bank. They put your True. money that you give to them in their bank accounts. So Is they're multi-level marketing. Well, I think it, it, it kind of because they're earning interest on your money. You've linked your bank account to them. Right. Your, your money goes, or you could do a direct deposit into them. So your entire paycheck would go to them. They're holding it for you in their bank account. So they're making interest on your money. Oh, so this is okay. This is a note next day. We don't have to talk about this one anymore. Yeah. So, so that was a big red flag to me because if they have like, you know, like a hundred thousand people, 
Yeah. And so they have a ton of money. So their interest rate is way, way higher than you and I would make because they yeah. probably have, you know, a special so kind many of accounts. Yeah. Yeah. So now everything is insured. So they say on their website by the FDIC, but my concern was that they're not a bank. So what, well, and what, the other what thing bank- is you're not getting really anything from them that you can't get from banking directly. I mean, I do support a small bank, but this is not a bank. Yeah. They're not a bank. So that this was is like, this is an app that wants you to pay them $7 a month. Yeah. So they're a middleman between you and your, and a bank. And then who they're banking with, I think I saw it was Bank of America and Wells Fargo, I believe is what they were. I so, do have a Bank of America card. So, so. And some people have issues with those banks. So, you know, yeah. so that was my big red... But the other thing I want to point out is they have a link to enter your email here to register to sign up. What takes you to the Penny Hoarder um, partner, what do they call it? Affiliate page. So Penny Hoarder will also make money if you sign up for this program. So So it is a multi-level marketing. Yeah. So, I mean, but if you don't have a problem with that, I don't have a problem with that. It's your money, you know? So, and I will say I do use some apps which I, I think they might get mentioned in these articles. So I'm not going to say it now. Um, I mean, there are certain things that I think if you're willing to give up a little bit of money to have the ease of it, then that's worth it for you. But I think this is just kind of some things that you should be looking out for. Cause I don't think we really know some of this stuff is really helpful and it's made to be helpful. And some of it's kind of scammy. Yeah. And so I guess my, like they're not really doing that much of it. Like this isn't really doing you that much of a service. The advice was to make an emergency account and this is really not the best place to do that. You're filling their emergency account. So I, yeah. my, so my, my main point of all this is do your research. Don't just blindly click and sign up for something until you really look deeply into it and see if it lines up with your values and your views if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And that's kind of the big yeah. takeaway from all this. Now, I, there were some advice, some things in here that I, I kind of was okay with. But, you know, I like to take things the long way around and save as much money as possible. But there were some on here that I, I'm not completely opposed to. Um, day two was withdraw $5 and buy a piece of Amazon, Google, or other companies. Which is not bad advice. Except it, it gets bad. <laughs> Do you know how much a piece of Google costs or a piece of what, what um, Google stock is worth right now? You're not going to get rich by buying a five piece of $5 Amazon or Google. Like you are not well, going to get rich. I do also think if you want to start investing your money, when I said it's a good idea, I mean, it's a good idea to start working on investing your money. I was going to say where it gets bad is you don't need to use, like this website is Credit Sesame to to do that. One is that piece of, buy a $5 piece of stock by using the Stash app. Okay. So I dug deep into this one because I have heard of Stash and I, I use something that I thought was similar to Stash. I use Stockpile, but it is not really all that similar to Stash. So do you like Stockpile? Stockpile is a yes. For me, it was because it's just, you buy stock. You pick what you want and you can buy $25. So actually I do own $25 of Amazon. So I am not getting rich off my Amazon, but it's doing pretty good right now. I don't even own a whole share. So um, when I clicked the link, I couldn't get any information because it just took me to the affiliate page. So I had to Google it separately. Um, Red flag. Yeah. So 
They offer different levels of bank accounts, investment accounts, retirement accounts, custodial accounts. Custodial accounts means you can buy for your children, which, okay, I can do that. Um, but what they give you is stash back, which is like kind of cash back, but the money that they would give you back purchases more stock. But if you're buying, but you have to shop at that specific place to get that. So you'd have to shop at Amazon and then you would get Amazon stock back. But the small percentage they're giving you back. So you're buying like five cents of Amazon. So if you are trying oh, wow. to be an investor and you're trying to buy stock and invest in stock and make money, this is not the way to go. This I, really, I don't think... I guess if you're someone who really wants to make like a couple like pennies, I I don't think this is great for anyone actually. Yeah. So I mean, sadly to say, you have to have spend money to make money. So buying five dollars of Amazon is not going to make you rich. Save your money and buy an entire piece. That's what I was going to say. You're you know? probably better off if you have only five dollars to invest in. Amazon, you're probably better off just taking that $5 and putting it in your savings account because we're not to investing yet. You got to do basic finance first. Yeah. So this, you're not going to get rich off stash, you know, yeah. because it just, it, it, there's just not enough money in there. If you're a regular person going from thing to thing, you know, like you're just using your, your debit card that they're going to give you to shop you're not going to get rich. You're not going to get rich. So right now I didn't dig deep into their bank accounts and things like that to see what they offer that way. I was just gone off of what they're talking about the investing part. So I would say that that would be for me personally, I would not do it, but yet again, it's your money. All right. So the next Great. one is um, day three, add 300 points to your credit score. So this is the credit Sesame one. So this is where they would get me. When an article starts talking about boosting my credit score, I always want to see in case there's some secret that I don't know. So, um, do you remember when we did the credit article, when we talked about people promising you a big jump in your credit score? Yes. What did we say? That does not happen. No, it does not happen. So, there's no, you, you don't just get a 300 point bump for unless you pay off all your debt in one day, I feel like. Um, like, I don't think there's any way to really like fast track it in the day-to-day -day life to no. bump it 300. And this is not, and Credit Sesame just kind of monitors your credit. So I did look and they don't, so they give you a free credit score, but it's, it's not the FICO score, it's a Vantage score. It's not the score that your lender is going to see. So even the credit score they're giving you is not the credit score that you if you went to buy a car or a house, that lender is not looking at that same credit score. So the credit score- And everybody, really can, well. everybody can refer to episode one to learn the difference. So um, they don't sell any information of yours that's PII, but they do sell information that's not PII. What's PII? Personally identifiable information. Something Got that, so, th so they're not gonna sell your social security number but they might mm. sell like your name and another piece your city, of information. And like your city, so they're, cause they're ta always taking 
stock on what age groups and things like that have the most money and what areas. Yeah. So I would say no to this one just because there's nothing that this app is going to do for you that you can't do for yourself because you have to still go in and dispute things and pay and manage your money. That's the best way to improve your score is manage your money and review your credit report. So you do get a credit report to review. But now I will say though, it, it doesn't look like to me, I'm just looking at the website right now. It doesn't look like they're asking you for any money or like a piece of anything. So if you are just trying to check in on the number, don't rely on this to be the ultimate score. But if you're just trying to kind of month to month monitor, this is kind of an alternative to credit karma. Yeah. And basically they're the same thing. Like this one's not bad. It's not trying to take your money. It's just not really doing anything that you can't do yourself. Right. right. But there are paid levels because you get different oh. parts of service for each level. So to do, so their little ad says somebody in six months jumped 300 points. Well, you can do that for yourself. And he probably, that probably attached to one of those paid parts of the service as well. But I, I don't know for sure. So I would just well, say, also, I don't think that I, w I would say just listen to our podcast. <laughs> and yeah, you actually, if you're just trying to raise your credit, this is the place to be. You guys already know that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of credit karma either, just because I don't like your information being sold, even if it's not PII. If something's so, free, you are the product. Okay, and I have a huge problem with day I think, four. With day four. Um, oh my gosh. It so sounds great. The headline's great. Can I read the headline? Yeah. This is the easiest day of the challenge. You're going to give your family up to $1 million. So, super short art little explanation, yet another link. So, that sends you to Bestow. Bestow wants you to buy term life insurance. So, do you know the different? So, do you know what the different life insurances are? Oh, that's a whole other episode, I think, honestly. I don't. Okay. I have a very, very basic understanding of life, life insurance. And I actually think that might be more than some people would know. Life. And then there's also whole life insurance. And whole oh. life is what it's. And there's a couple other kinds too, but these are the two big ones. Whole life is what it says it's good for your whole life. You pay into it over so many years, and then when you're paid in full, that insurance is still in effect for the rest of your life, and you can pull money out of that as well. So it's kind of, some people use it as an investment. Term life is only good for a certain term, only a certain amount of time. Okay. So you could buy a term life policy that's good for 20 years. So a lot of people, like when they buy a house, they'll also buy life insurance to cover what that house would be if something happened to the main breadwinner or whatever. So, but it's oh, only good. Well, that's actually, that might be a good tip. <laughs> You're buying a house. So she's, she's recording with us. That's fine. Um, hi, Greta. So they want you to buy some term life insurance, but do you really need a million dollar policy? So you should, before you go buy life insurance, you should do an assessment of your life insurance needs because you don't, if you, your income level is, you know, $60,000, $70,000 a year and something happened to you, is $1 million for your family? Oh yeah, that's fantastic. They just won the lottery. But honestly, how much are you paying for that policy that you don't 
need that much to cover your family's needs? And what if you die or don't die during that term? You just spent all that money every month. So you definitely- Wait, so if you don't die during the term, you just don't get any of it back? Correct. Oh my God. So, and, and it's not that term life's a bad idea. It's a good idea. I'm not going to lie to you. It sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> but- Well, why, why like, would you choose term life over regular life insurance? Well, it's less expensive than whole life. And a lot of people, but there's like, like a, a good chance you lose all of it. Yeah. Well, and like, like I said, like when you buy a house, some, some people will get a term life policy so that if something happened to one person or the other, that house would get paid off. So then the family doesn't lose their home. So they get it for that kind of level of cost, okay. Okay. not a million dollars. Like if you make $70,000 a year, you only technically depending on other things in your life, you could just get away with a policy for $70,000, but you need to do your own assessment. Maybe you need a little bit more because college is coming for the kids. So maybe you want to tack the cost of college into that. So you, yeah, everybody can decide that individually. Yeah. So there's you guys, a, you guys figure that out. Yeah. There's a needs assessment you, you would do, but yeah. So this, but this website is not sending us to a needs assessment. So I went in there and I went in to see what it would cost me to get um, life insurance through Bestow. So I don't, I didn't Google them um, to check. So here's what I would say, check their reviews. Go to the Better Business Bureau, mm -hmm. check to see if there's any been any kind of fraud. I didn't do that. I just wanted to see what- Oh, I was cost. gonna say, are you about to tell us there was some fraud? <laughs> no, I, but that's what I would tell you if you were going to purchase is check the Better Business Bureau and the reviews for them. But I went in and I, to see if I could get a policy and it offered me at my age and such. seventy of course, 27. Yes. So I could get it a $500,000 policy. They didn't offer me a $1 million policy. They offered me a $500,000 policy because I'm older, 76.66 a month. And I believe that was for a 20 year no, they didn't tell me how long that policy was for. So I don't even okay. know how long, if I purchased it that way, my policy would be good for. Was it a 10-year policy? Was it a 20-year policy? I have no idea. So what am I paying for for $76.66 a month? The cost is not extremely high, but I don't know how many years it would be good for because it wouldn't tell me that. It wanted me to just move on and start giving my personal information, which I wasn't willing to do. So I only went as far as I could go without giving them my stuff because I didn't want phone calls. So that one, I would say it may be a good idea, but to do more research, that would be my advice on that one. But I don't think that it should be part of an emergency um, or of a seven-day savings challenge because you're not really saving. It has also, no I think that this challenge implies that you need to... I get that it's really just like a list of things. You don't actually have to do all this in seven days. But I think that it's, buying life insurance should not be a decision you make in one day. Well, and I Take some time, do, really do some reading about it. If you're someone who's reading this article and saying, oh, I should get life insurance, do a little more research. That Don't let this article sell you life insurance. Yeah, and it's, it has nothing to do with savings. So I don't know why it's what? here. The seven day savings challenge. Yeah. Actually, neither does the credit one. Yeah. Well, they're trying to tell you saving. And I guess you I guess you could say investing in savings, but it's also not. 
Yeah. So I'm not really, I'm kind of lost on the article in general. So day, yeah. So here we are. So day five, cancel your car insurance. So, um, what? Wow. (laughs) That is horrible advice. They said day four is the easiest (laughs) day. Day five, we're breaking the law. Yeah. So (laughs) it's not everywhere, but in New Orleans, it's illegal to not have car insurance. So New Orleans listeners, please make sure you're insured. Well, it's illegal most places. You have to have insurance. But not everywhere. I'm saying I don't know where everybody lives who's listening. Oh, well, it's here. It's illegal to not have car insurance. Most places you have to have car insurance. Also, car insurance is good for you because if you crash your car, you will be able to get it fixed. Yeah. And living where we live, we live, Louisiana is the highest car insurance or the second highest state in the nation for the cost of car insurance. But we still have to have it. And you know, we have one of the lowest minimum wages and the highest car insurance costs. Riddle me that. Yeah, it's insane. And our registration is high and everything else. So anyway, yet another link, right? This this one's called Gabby. Gabby. And she sounds nice. She does. Um, So I've actually done this though. Oh, I have not canceled my car insurance. What Gabby does is it shops around for you to find you cheaper car insurance. So I didn't do it on Mm. this one because I've done it in the past. And um, I didn't want to give them all my information again because I didn't want to start getting phone calls again. But it did. So I did it a few months ago, though, because I saw it somewhere Wait, else. and you used this website? And no. I, I did. I, I used Gabby. Oh, okay. Wow. So but, this one's a, a thumbs up. Well, except maybe, except it told me my car insurance was already the cheapest I'm going to find. And I did this, I think, when you were still on our car insurance and- I was paying $750 a month. So if that was the cheapest I could find, like, because Louisiana is crazy high. So, well, not all of Louisiana, because I will say now that I live where I live, my insurance went down a lot. It's really just like the New Orleans metropolitan area. Yeah. Yeah. I live in the country now. I know. I need to move to the country. So you just use my address for Jenna's school too. So I did also did not look to see... Um, what information they sell. So they also said they don't sell my PII. That's but, good. But I don't know what exactly they sell. But I think they probably make their money from the insurance companies who, when they give quotes through Gabby. This, I'm thinking also, how they make their money. Again, this you click the link and it opens you to an affiliate page, which means the penny hoarder is also getting paid if you sign up. Yeah. So and give them your information. Yeah. So Ooh. I don't have a problem with shopping around and I actually clicked on it through my Acorns app so that I could get $5 in my Acorns account is when I did it because you know how those things pop up on your Acorns. Yes. And so I got extra $5 into my Acorns account by letting them quote me car insurance. AKA giving them your personal information. Yeah. But I like acorns. I do like my acorns. Oh, we like acorns. Acorns is on the yes list. Yeah, I do like my acorns. Acorns in stockpile. So step six. Let's, we'll speed it up so we can get there. Um, okay. Step six, they want to put an extra $225. Oops, where'd it go? Into your pocket every month with swag bucks. That sounds great. I wish I, they would put $225. 
So swag bucks is they want you to take surveys online and they pay you for these surveys. Mm. So Do this, they pay you in like gift cards to you can Kmart? Get paid, you can get paid in gift cards and such. I didn't look at all of them. But I remember a long time ago when the internet was new, this was already a thing back then. You would go sit online all day and you would do surveys and answer questions and things would pop up and they would try to give you infamil coupons. And this is like when you were a baby, when the internet was kind of new. And yeah, I, these are like the beginning of pop-up ads, I feel. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I haven't done this in like 20 years. Let's let's see what happens. And you're like, and then I made $200 on well, so I, I signed up for it when I was doing this research. So my phone's been blowing up with texts. My email is chock full oh, trying wow. to tell me that I get $1,000 Target gift cards. I just need this to This is the controversial episode. We're just trashing all of these people who should be sponsoring us. I mean, I can't imagine. And I probably sat there for two. I probably wasted two hours of my life trying to get through these surveys. Because every time you answer one, then another one pops up before you even have the other one finished. And Wait, did you really spend two hours? Stuff. I, I couldn't even tell you I, how many hours it was. But I got so lost in all of these. And I got like 8 billion tabs open on my computer. And I don't, think I don't even know how to go sign into my Swagbucks account at this point to see if I actually made any money. But I, oh my God. I don't think. But, and then I, I got don't a, think you did. But I did get a text today wanting me to review a new Xbox system, but it gives you a link to click. Well, I'm afraid to click those links on my phone because I don't know if it's going to take like one of those hacker. Don't links. click the link. If they get a link telling you you're going to get a new Xbox, the answer is don't click the link. Right. Wow. Because, what, what, right. What, right. Don't because, click any of these links. Because if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So I did not click the link because I know that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So I'm probably not going to get your data free Xbox to review. So, I need to go un, whatever it's called, unsubscribe. Yeah, because I my phone was blowing up all day yesterday and today. My email is packed full. So I would say, if you have the time and you want to try this and see if you can make two hundred twenty five dollars a month, I just don't know if two hundred twenty five dollars a month is worth however many hours it would take you to actually earn that much yeah do you know how much you make per quiz was there like an average number they give you no because some of it like you get coupons and some of it you get trial stuff and some of them oh like, so you you're gonna cards. get like 225 dollars worth of like i don't even know like, gift card because things. they're trying to well, tell me i feel like to make that much money you'd have to be working around the clock for 30 days yeah and they try and tell me i was getting a thousand dollar target gift card right off the bat so i'm like oh, i could do that well and then some of them they they want you to sign up for a new credit card well okay please don't do that make sure you actually need a credit card do your research one of them wanted to do the research for you you know no. like so there's no. lots of a scammy spammy Okay, so Swagbucks is a no for me. If you're into taking surveys on the internet, maybe this is for you, but it's a no. It's a no for me. Yeah, and and if you're going to accept an offer, please do your research first. Because if okay. you don't accept it the first time, they're going to offer it to you again in another survey. So you have time let's, to research. Let's okay. jump to our favorite, my favorite day, day seven. Okay, so this one is stop paying your credit card company. Um, well, I don't like paying my credit card company. So I was like, all right, how can I do this? Um, yet another link. So this one took us to Fiona. Um, Not the ogre from Shrek. 
Oh, that's true. It was not. But it or my wanted... cousin's dog. Her name's Fiona. Have you even seen Katie's dog? Is that Katie's? No. Okay. So, but anyway, Fiona wants, <laughs> wants us to stop paying our, our credit cards. So what Fiona wants to do for us is Fiona would like to loan us the money to pay off our credit cards. So, uh, okay, wait, this is actually a topic I want to talk about in a future episode. So we don't have to get too crazy into what this means, but we can okay. talk about specifically this website. All right. So, well, I didn't go much further than after I saw that it's a, they, she wanted to loan me money because I didn't feel I needed to go any deeper because you cannot borrow yourself out of debt. Oh, facts. If you're taking out a loan, you're not helping your credit at all. You're just, well, yeah. mm, are you making your credit available credit larger? And that would kind of help you a little bit in the short term. Well, here's the problem. If you're struggling with your credit cards and you feel that you can't make the payments and you need to take out a loan to pay them off, you don't have the money to still, so that the struggle is, so your payments won't necessarily drop. They just might, you just won't have that debt for an insurmountable amount of time is what it feels like with credit cards, but it is surmountable and it is possible. But what happens is, and I see this a lot, is people get a consolidated loan, which I don't routinely support. Special circumstances, maybe but not routinely, yeah. but what they do is they still have their credit cards. So no. they continue to use their credit cards and they get themselves in worse trouble. Well, we've talked about this before. I think the idea of once you start to pay down your credit cards and you start to see that you're, you have so much, your limit is wide open. You kind of like, Oh, I'll just do one little thing here. And then it kind of snowballs back to where you were before. Yeah, and or worse and now, because now you have this big loan, now yeah, and your credit card mm -hmm. debt. Mm -hmm. But Fiona is not going to make you stand in line or call a bank. And if you're worried you won't qualify, you can do a free check online first. So that's the selling point. You don't have to stand in line. I, I'm not going to lie to you, <laughs> but like, the, how is that like the big selling point? So I the would, reason I get my groceries delivered, obviously this started during COVID, but at this point, which grocery stores are still scary, COVID's still happening. But at this point, now that I know I don't ever have to stand in line at the grocery store again, I think after COVID, I will keep getting my groceries delivered because standing in line sucks. Okay. Well, you don't necessarily have to stand in line also, to get it kind of loan. Disney World sucks. Yeah. No, I like Disney. The controversial episode. I know. No, so, Disneyland is great. Disney World. Lines um, are too long. I do. So I, the one thing I like about California is their Disney. I like that one better. So much smaller. You get really the same experience. Yeah. And the fast passes actually make sense. And way more churros. The Disney World in Florida <sighs> only has like one churro stand. The one in California has a churro on like every corner of Disney. Yeah. And that alone. So I did go to another Petty Hoarder article to see if it was the same. And so the big red flag to me was very top of the article. It says sponsored. Hmm. So what well, does that I mean? I will say, does this one, did the first one say sponsored at the top? Yeah, they both say sponsored. So that just means somebody paid them to write this article. Wait, also, in the slug of the URL, if you're someone who even reads the slug, when you go to, when you open this link, it's partners.pennyhoarder. So technically, the whole thing from just the URL tells you it's an affiliate article. But yeah. most people, especially when you're opening on your phone, which is how most of us are reading our email, 
you don't even really see the URL when it opens. Yeah. And, and my friend sent me this article, but I went back and looked at my email and I received this in my email as well because I do subscribe. So I did go to another article to see maybe this was just a fluke, but it said I didn't go through a b- bunch of articles. So do that. You know, my, my advice, like do your own research, of find out the information and disagree with me if you want, like, and say, well, also I kind of want to say, like, if you have I experience think- with these, with these companies, that's been positive, definitely share that because I am, you know, this is just my I opinion. Think it's not as much the individual websites and apps in these articles are not really as much the problem as that the art, the way that the article is targeted and I'm not going to say it's deceptive because you know what you're looking at, but it's semi-deceptive in that it's oversimplifying. And I don't think that it's informing you on what you're doing when you're clicking to the link. Yeah. Cause some of this, was and actually- I think that this is consumer literacy. Yeah. Is yeah. the word. Yeah. So it's, it's not giving you all of the information, but it's giving you like the, some quick highlights and then you're, you know, read the fine print, which hopefully we're all doing now anyways, when we're giving out our information, but it's deceptive in that it's targeted to seem like it's just an article to help you save some money this week. It's not really a savings challenge. The last one, you no. cannot do all of those things in a week. I don't think I, it just doesn't even, well, even you if could, you did all of it, well, you'd get stuck on, um, the, you're which, moving your money into an emergency fund. You're buying stock. You are checking, well, checking your credit, you can do all the time. That's fine. And then you're buying a life insurance policy. You're changing your car insurance. And then you're taking out a personal loan. You could, you literally could not take out two loans. So this sounds like, I don't think you could do all of that. Yeah. This just sounds like an anti-savings challenge to me, honestly, when you look at really what it's telling you, you would spend more money this week. Yeah. Honestly, like you've, like if you buy this, this insurance, I would, you know, if they had phrased this article as just saying, here are seven things you can do to help like your, but the fact that they phrased it, I think as like, these are things that like, Hey, we can all do in a week. It's super easy. And it, it's not, you should be taking a week to research each one of these. Yeah. So, and, or you could spend a week on um, swag bucks trying to get through their surveys and make your $225 a month girl. Yeah. So I just do your research. Like, yeah, I don't. And also I'm not bashing the penny hoarder either. It's, it's kind of like, it reminds me of like Buzzfeed articles. Well, in a lot of articles in today's world, they're like yeah. really short. So you can read them really fastly and feel like you're getting some information, but you're not really getting in any information. Yeah. Cause all of everything it says is only helpful. If you use those websites, it's not giving you any tips. Yeah. So, I mean there, and there are lots of good financial advice things out there. I just, if they're trying it's to hard sell to you something it when so much of it looks like this. Yeah. And that, that's the point. Yeah. Like you said, it's consumer literacy, being aware of what you're reading. So I, that's why I talk a lot about the consumer financial protection bureau and the federal trade commission, because they're not trying to sell you anything. They actually are trying to help you manage your money better and to educate all of us. So yeah. that's why I push them as a positive and that's a reference or referral for me that I will always use. If you know something <laughs> else you use, feel free to send us an email, askmymompod at gmail.com. Tell us what you're using. We will review it if you want. We'll tell you what we think about it. 
Yeah. Or tell us your good, good or bad experiences. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and some of these just aren't bad. Like, but if you're going to click on them and you want to use it, find a way that it's going to benefit you. So at Penny Hoarder, you're not really getting anything out of it. But like when I clicked on Gabby through my acorns, I got $5. So do your research. That's the big thing. That's and, the theme for today. Yeah. And, and look, I'm not, I'll do some research and look for some legitimate sites that aren't the FTC and the Federal Trade Commission, or I mean the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, just to be able to share some other legitimate financial sites. But of course, I would prefer you listen to us. But there's other people out there that give good advice. Yeah. And, no. and you know, so do, do check your Better Business Bureau before you spend a lot of money with somebody it may end up going in the wrong direction. I think, yeah, don't rush. Do your research is kind of the most important thing. I also, it's hard. I know that when you're looking for financial advice, we just take to the internet. And when you type in ways to build my credit, you're kind of flooded with these kinds of articles. So it is really hard to find actual information, which is obviously why we started this podcast. But if you are someone who's looking reach out to us. We want to help you and get you the things you need. You know, the email. It's just, it's kind of discouraging, I think, which is why so many people know so little about personal finance is it's very hard to just find information and not these kinds of articles or trying to sell your information. Trying to sort sort your way through the muck to get to actually something educational. Yeah. So that's why we're here because we want to actually be educational, but just don't get to fall for these quick, do it quick things. <laughs> and, you know, just be aware of, of the consumer issues and the ways that advertising takes advantage of us. And yes. Consumer literacy is definitely the theme of what we learned today. Yeah. And I thought it was and fun. It was a fun. Also summer. the seven day challenge is just put. All right. So let's wrap it up. So thanks, everybody, for listening today. We really appreciate it. All right. Bye. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.